Good morning, church. Let's open with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the opportunity to worship You. And may the meditations of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable to You, our Lord Jesus Christ, how great Thou art. Amen. Well, this morning we're going to talk about being an apostle. You'll remember a few weeks ago over the 4th of July, I talked about the definition of discipleship. And the definition of a discipleship is a pupil, one who believes and practices the teachings of another. We are truly disciples of Jesus Christ. But that's only half of the story. We also need to be apostles. An apostle is one who is charged with the mission of sharing the truths learned and propagating the truths of the Bible. Jesus had no other plan. There is no other plan than that his disciples would become apostles. Uh, Unlike Muhammad, who wrote 114 surahs, which became the Koran, Jesus was an oral prophet. He taught orally, but he relied upon his disciples to propagate or to be apostles. The need for apostles in the biblical times was great, and we all know that Peter and John and even Saul, Paul, stepped forward as great apostles. But the need for apostleship is great today. All of us know that our church is in decline in many issues, and Bible truths are being ignored in our society. So the importance of apostleship is very important today. In thinking about apostleship, I want to have three focuses. My first focus will be the importance of being a lover of Jesus Christ as an apostle. The second focus will be talking about our witness. Each of us need to have a witness. It is our witness is how we came to faith in Jesus Christ. And that needs to be sort of current as to what is going on in our life today. And then finally, we needed groups to have the power of the Holy Spirit to be at the center of our apostleship. And we must believe that the power of the Holy Spirit will be with us as we are apostles. It was interesting, recently uh, I was in Macy's. I always tried to make eye contact with a person uh, because as we read from the scripture, uh, a new commandment I give to you to love one another. By that, all you will know that you are my disciples. And then Paul, in 1 Corinthians, would say, 
And now there are three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. The importance of eye contact is so important. That's also a challenge for me. Sometimes I will ignore having good eye contact and a smile with a person. And we're told in Matthew 6.22, the eye is the lamp of our body. So if we are to become apostles, the first step is to learn to have a pleasant smile and make eye contact with people. Recently I was in Macy's and uh, I was making great eye contact with the clerk and I had uh, picked up a pair of pants and would you believe that this pair of pants, I tried to buy it, it had no tag and she pointed out it was a used pair of pants. (laughs) Someone had taken the the new pair of pants and left their pants on the hanger and I was trying to buy a used (laughs) pair of pants. So, uh, but we had a loving contact because I had smiles with her over this issue and she had smiles with me. And I think the first step in being a follower of Jesus Christ and being an apostle is to really have a very pleasant attitude, whether we're in Safeway or wherever it might be. And sometimes that's hard to do if you've had your fourth robocall, and to be smiling on the robocall phone is not really easy. So the first step in being an apostle is to really learn to love through our eyes and through smiles. The second step is our witness. And uh, I've always admired our pastor at Marin Covenant Church, Ray Johnston. As our young people, when our children were in high school and they went on mission, they had to spend time practicing their witness. And they would spend three or four weeks in groups, all giving their witness. So they were prepared as they went to Mexico to give their witness for Jesus Christ. I always have a little suggestion for Bryce in our church as I preach. And I would like to suggest that we have a class on being an apostle and that we have time so that we can learn to be better apostles by sharing our witness with fellow believers in our church. I'd also like to suggest we have great music, Stephen. We have great children's teaching, great sermons. But I'd like to see us at least twice a month have a witness from one of our members and that a short three to five minute witness become a part of our worship service at least every two Sundays a month. Because I believe a way to unite our church and a way to get to know each other better is to share our own personal witnesses in Jesus Christ. And so that's a little note that you can make, Stephen, to share with Christ. (laughs) That uh, maybe we should consider to have a witnessing class and a witnessing time. 
We have a number of people who are great witnesses in this church. Probably uh, one of my favorite witnesses is my dear friend Kathy Lewis. As you know, Kathy has had some health issues the last recent years, but yet she is a person who never abandons the opportunity to share Jesus Christ. Uh, She does it all in the name of the Lord and not anything about herself. Uh, Karen and Kathy were recently at a women's meeting and there were some masseuses and Kathy was with the masseuse and then Karen was with the masseuse and the masseuse mentioned, gee, that lady before you really shared her faith and got me thinking about Jesus Christ. And uh, what a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. As we witness for Jesus Christ, we never know what we can open up in a person to have them begin thinking about their faith. At our uh, Friday nights on Main, Kathy told me this morning, she gave out four cards. How many of you have cards about your witness and your favorite Bible verse? But uh, Kathy has a card with her her email and her favorite verse, The Lord is the light of my salvation. When shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And to whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27. So this is an example of a person in our congregation who is a true witness daily in her life for Jesus Christ. Also my dear friend Charles, who we can thank for all the lights and the many improvements that we have. Uh, Charles, uh, I uh, know Charles is a person, he says he loves to wake up with joy. He wakes up every morning with joy. And he walks into his assignments as he's repairing people's homes and doing contractor work, wanting to share the joy that he has in being with Jesus Christ. And so all of us need to work on our witness. And all of us need to be sure that uh, we have our witness current. The Bible in Matthew 28, 19 says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them uh, everything that I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always. Remember that Jesus is always with us as we witness. And then the great Apostle Paul, or the great Apostle Peter, tells us in Peter 3.15, But in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give the answer to everyone who asks. And hope for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. I believe in witnessing, we always have to witness uh, from a position of listening. And we don't want to be a person who 
dictates in witnessing. We want to be a person who wants to find out about the other person's faith and where they are before we begin sharing our faith. So I call that inclusive dialogue. And we want to learn to have inclusive dialogue as we use our witness rather than exclusive dialogue. Exclusive dialogue is, I've got all the answers, it's too bad you don't believe. So we've got to learn to ask questions and use inclusive dialogue. The third point is that we have to always remember that we have the power of the Holy Spirit as we are witnesses. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes to you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Wow! Isn't that a wonderful teaching in Acts? Jesus is, is, is ascending to heaven, leaves us the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll all remember that Peter at Pentecost in Acts 2 shared his witness. And it was in many languages, but the language was understood. And perhaps three to 4,000 were brought to faith in Christ because of Peter's witnesses. I've listed some of the other places in the Bible that, uh, in the in the book of Acts, where witnesses are shared. We can all remember Stephen's witness as he ascended to heaven. The disciples before the Sanhedrin in Acts eight. Paul on the road to Damascus as he was witnessed. And Paul became Saul on the road to Damascus in Acts 9. Peter uh, in Samaria with Cornelius, or Peter's escape from prison in 12. Acts 15, the consul in Jerusalem. All of us remember Paul and Barnabas returning from their first missionary journey and giving the power to be witnesses to all mankind. Paul in Athens in 17, Paul's trials, and then Paul's journey to Rome. We'll all remember that Paul had shipwreck. And so out of his shipwreck, he was able to be witness to the many people who were on his boat. So aren't we blessed that we have the opportunity out of difficulties to be witnesses? I think we have many ministries within Tiburon Baptist that are strong witnesses. I think of the feed those who feed us, the times that we go out and we have witnesses to migrant people. I think of Dan and Nancy and their lovely family who is in Poland and the ministry that they have in witnessing to young Polish people and our team that is there supporting them. I think of my own Olivet family. One of the things in the Olivet family, and I'm delighted Dr. Lee and Dr. Esther Jung are here today to be with us, but uh, the Olivet family has a strong, strong 
ministry to campuses. And the first thing that they do in the campus ministry is try to start Bible studies. And it's through Bible studies that people will gain their faith and become followers of Jesus Christ. And such strong ministries, whether it's our Bible studies under Ken Aikens, or whether the various Bible studies we have under Stephen, and other Bible studies we have within Tiburon Baptist, those are all wonderful places to really start are learning to be apostles. The important thing today, as we think about our ministry here at Tiburon Baptist, is also our small groups. Uh, Stephen was announcing there's an opportunity for studies. If I were to give my witness, I would say that the turning point in my adult ministry for Jesus Christ was in a Bible study with Dean and Lois Griffith when Karen and I had been married a couple of years. And that's really where I came to my adult faith in Jesus Christ. So the Bible studies that are planned, and Eric, thank you for announcing those on Psalm 23. Get enrolled in a Bible study with a small group, because out of small groups will become the opportunity to deepen your faith and also strengthen your witness. So, today we've had the opportunity to talk about how to have a loving smile and make an impact on people. How to get our witness put together so we can share our witness with our family, with our friends, and some of the people in our congregation who have really strengthened their witness to the point that they share it with many. And then finally, the importance of small groups and the importance of continuing Bible study. It's been a blessing to think about apostleship, and my prayer is that each of you will go home and think about how you can become a better apostle and maybe work on sharing your witness. Uh, One of the things that I try to do whenever people sit through the opportunity of listening to one of my sermons, I always like to give people a book to remember that they were at the sermon. So on the back table there uh, is Remember the Heart of the Bible. This is a study of the whole Bible. And if you're involved in a study in the whole Bible, don't interrupt yourself to do this. But this gives you an opportunity between now and Christmas to do a study of the whole overview of the Bible. It starts with the foundation, which is the Old Testament. It goes through the fulfillment of Jesus Christ, the fulfillment of his life, and then the story of the first followers. So there are three main pillars in this study, and it will give you an opportunity to study the whole Bible. It's been a wonderful opportunity to be with you this Sunday. I'd like to close with a word of prayer, and thank you for the opportunity of listening. Our Heavenly Father, we're just very thankful to be your followers, but being a follower of Jesus Christ is only half of the way home. Help us to remember that the other half is being an apostle and really beginning to 
organize our witness and share our witness in this kingdom. It is really the only hope that we have as a nation, as a world, that we can all become followers of Jesus Christ. How great thou art. Amen. Amen.